0: Now it's time to sit back and enjoy the two true freaks internet radio
1: broadcast.
2: If, if, if there was a meatball on this on 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 the thing, the stove in the pot. You know, just by itself. Oh, I can't. No, it was a lot. It was in the sauce. It was cooked in the sauce. I can't do my video because I have my my uh, what do you call it? My computer is buried. I got it back buried on my desk again. So I got no video. I got nothing. I got no video. I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go.
1: I got nothing else.
2: back to the bin there's another animated movie when i saw when i was a kid that used to make me so sad it was the one with the uh the little kid uh, i think the name of the movie is like you don't have to have a point to have a point the or point, something. The point. It's just the point oh the point yeah, but the thing was, you know, Oh, that's that's that, that movie was so sad. Me and my arrow. Jason, the been the little dog was on his head, the little dog caught the rings for him and all that. It was there so it's kind of
0: another variation on the Rudolph theme. They weren't gonna let him play rain, reindeer games. Yeah. He had to go off on his own and The dog didn't die, did he? What? The dog didn't die, did he? I don't yeah. think so. I don't think he did either. It wasn't made by Disney. If it was Disney, his parents would have died. Dead. That is the one thing about the Disney movies that always makes me crazy is the parents always have to freaking die. Or at least one of the parents. Could you get a bigger cup there? What the hell is that? It, it, it said the Avengers on it. That's nice.
2: Or at least I thought I saw the Avengers on there. You see it? Yeah, I see Spider-Man. I thought I saw the Avengers on the other side.
0: $2.
2: What's on the other side? Oh, I could have swore I saw. Oh, nice. Very nice. $2. Where's my $2? $2 at
0: the Christmas. $2.
2: What are you drinking? Coffee, hot cocoa, ramen noodles. Are you writing a book? Jeez, you're <laughs> the one with the a video camera. <laughs> Maybe. So, so Scott, you see the you you see the thing that's blowing behind him there?
0: Uh, <laughs> he mean he means wow. wind. He's not talking about anything <laughs> the on the wind. TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you call that?
2: The shade, whatever it is, the vent, the thing. Shade. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I was saying earlier, I was like, you know what? I'm going to freak out if I see like an arm come through the window. <laughs> or something. Oh my God! <laughs> It'll be like. Pu-pu, pu-pu. <laughs> see, look, there it is. See? So- something's going to get him. <laughs> Very spooky. <laughs> it is it's almost really October. Very scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one, one quarter narrative. I'm Goom. Hey, everybody. I'm Goom. Hey. I'm sorry, everybody. about...
0: Goom here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> next time on an all-new back to the goom
0: what the hell is he doing I'm
1: walking away <laughs> and son do you, want, do you want to go
0: hang out with the wife for half an hour and then come back
1: uh, that's all right she's watching Ellen now I'd rather stick a fork in my eye Ellen yeah
0: oh my God <laughs> up until, up until this minute your wife always seemed very cool
1: <laughs>
0: generally oh. she oh. hey Dave what's up gentlemen what's happening oh. buddy Oh crap! Dave's here. <laughs>
3: Did
0: you get what? just you slip the kids a Mickey?
3: Uh, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I basically bribed them with ice cream if they'd go to bed and shut up. So
0: Said you could we'll go see. to Disney World.
2: See, slip them Mickey. See how that works.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: Actually, for you, it'd uh, be
3: closer to go to Disneyland, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's only about six hours for Disneyland
1: for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Whew. How you been, man? Good. How you been? Oh, I've been all right. Long time no talk to. I know, right? It's been
2: yeah. too
0: long, man. Too <laughs> long. Sorry, I'm uh, not
2: laughing at you. I'm just laughing at somebody's letter they wrote.
0: No, I'm laughing at you.
2: Oh,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I yeah, still sorry. want to get together with you and do something soundtrack related one of these days, man.
3: I know we need to get. We need to do it.
1: We keep like talking said, about I, it. We need to make it happen.
3: Yeah, I um, like I said, I mean, weeknights she's gone, so I am. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I at this point I have till she's not gonna be home till next So uh I got six hours to kill every night, so you just let me know. Cool. When you do it and I'll we'll make it happen. He's in town listening to the two hours to kill. Oh uh, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to my awesome mix CD that Paul Spataro sent me.
0: Woohoo. <laughs> Come so, and
3: get
2: your Scott love. Scott has one too,
3: but, but Bill broke his. Mine oh, came
2: broken yeah. in the mail. I see how. <laughs>
3: yeah so i've been listening to that a lot you know i haven't been listening to i've been kind of busy lately but um i've just been kind of on a retro kick listening to some star wars and stuff but um so i need to get i haven't actually i haven't gotten any new scores since from like this summer so
1: i don't you know let what, me know what you want brother i'll hook you up
3: what's good What what's been standing out for you this summer so far
1: uh, Guardians, definitely. I love the, uh, yeah. the score oh. to that. That was really solid. Um, you sent that one
3: my way. I have listened to that. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. Let's see what else. I wasn't particularly enamored of uh, of Captain America, um, the Winter Soldier, the soundtrack. And it pains yeah. me to say that because it was Hugh Jackman. and I, Or not Hugh Jackman, but Hugh <laughs> uh, yeah. Henry, uh, rather. Had me Jackman. I love that guy's stuff, but that's the first one I've heard of his where I was like, eh, you know this isn't really that good i mean as an as an album it works really well in the movie but as a as an album it's not particularly listenable especially Um, the
0: screechy winter soldiers yeah
1: yeah it's really it's it's i think he was going for some dark night type of thing and it's a lot of it's like nails on a chalkboard i really didn't care for it um what else have i been listening to Thor: The Dark World's been growing on me a lot. When it first came out, I was kind of disappointed in it because it came right on the heels of um, For Iron says, Man get three. Some mm-hmm. And uh, but as I've been listening to that, it's really been growing on me. I like that one a lot. Um, I like Iron Man three a lot. And then I've been trying to uh, to find more expanded and and complete scores lately. And I got. Uh, I got the complete Iron Man two not long ago, and I listen to the I listened to that one like constantly. I really, really dig that one a lot. Oh, so, yeah. I wish more of these
3: complete scores would just get put out as a download. Mm-hmm. You know, because I get I get why they don't want to manufacture too many copies on disc of some of these scores, but they should just put them out there for download, and they don't have to worry about it.
1: Well, for a time that looked like that was really catching on to where they were just doing, uh, like, press on demand and stuff, but they were doing yeah. full scores, because I know that, um, what's his name's uh, Hulk, Craig Armstrong's Hulk, yeah. was there, that it was press on demand, and it was the complete score, and I thought, I remember when it, when that happened, and I think I posted something on Facebook about it, like, yeah, here we go, you know, yep. and yep. then they did one or two more, and then they're back to the old format again of, you know, like 15 lousy tracks, and... Now the new trend that seems to be happening now that I I really can't stand is they're giving you a truncated uh, score release, you know, calling it an original soundtrack, you know, the OSTs, yeah. and then yeah. they're throwing on like one or two rock tunes that are in the movie because they did that with <sighs> Winter Soldier and they did it with. Um, uh days of future past i'm like what the f-? i don't don't go backwards you know yeah
3: oh because I because that's
1: the yeah. shit that they were doing like in the 80s you know when i was collecting you know, buying like albums yeah. you know they give you a little bit of soundtrack and then everything else was the rock tunes that were in the movie and it's like no do if anything do two releases do one that's all the rock music and you know music inspired by or whatever yeah I'm and then have surprised. the other one be the fucking soundtrack you know the score and i I don't know why they're taking this step backwards, but...
3: I know. Preach it, brother. I know. I, I, I hear you. It drives me bananas.
1: Music inspired
3: it, but... by... Oh, jeez. Whoever came up with that should die in a fire.
1: Wake up, Paul. Up your ass, Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's
3: up, Spataro?
0: Stay away from my ass, man. There <laughs> <laughs> oh. we go. So what we'll we you got, got behind got... you there, Dave? What is that?
3: That is uh, all the Lord of the Rings statues I bought about 12 years ago when I was young and I had lots of money and no uh, children.
0: I wish I had money.
3: I'm going to sell all that. The only thing I'm going to keep in that case are the lightsabers, the uh, the Enterprise that Nimoy
0: signed for me, and that's about it. The rest is gone. I'm going to get rid of it. So I would yeah. sell my shit, but I wouldn't get anything for it anyway, so i would just keep it. Yeah, I'm going to just see if I can get rid of it.
3: So and then there's a movie back there, a movie poster back there for a Superman movie which will not be named.
1: What yeah, poster? To... No, a poster. You oh. said it was a poster back. I'm trying to see. I can't see it in the He's picture. He's got a Superman one back there. Oh, what is it?
3: It's it's a limited edition Mondo poster. It's uh, it's man. Of is Stan.
1: that Alex Ross? Oh, That's that true. was supposed to be a Superman movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's not Alex Ross. It's
1: it's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was a long way to go for a lousy joke, but I had <laughs> okay. to.
0: I had to say it.
1: I love. I can't. Pressure. I can't make it out though. It looks. It just looks like something red and. It looks right. like, it's like the death here. of
0: Superman with the cape hanging from the. Uh, yeah. yeah. From here. That's right. You don't have to take it down. I'll take it oh, down. Rip it. I'm
3: right here. <laughs> see it better
0: now. All right. Okay. Yes,
1: I have seen that. That's actually pretty cool. I like that.
3: Yeah. Well, this one, it's the, the paper they printed it on is like super thick and the color is really, I can see why people buy these Mondo posters, but uh, you know, usually you have to go online and they like, they put them up for sale and they're gone in like two minutes. And so I just don't even bother. But so, yeah, I'm trying to get this room back together. I painted it Superman blue and it's it's kind
1: of a mess <laughs> That's cool.
3: So yeah, because so I got, I got the the wall of crap that my wife continually, ah! she continually complains about because I got, I have so much stuff on there. I got now.
0: that. I got that Millennium yeah. Falcon.
3: I, I got that because of you, actually. <laughs> one of my favorite Star Wars posters back here.
0: Damn, it's very cool.
3: I love that one. So, where's way all your
0: comics? There. Wow, that ceiling looks like it's like twenty um, feet high.
3: There's a little bit of comics over there in that bookcase. So, Very little bit. Yeah.
0: I You know, it's... Well, you're it's, not the biggest comics guy anyway. You're more of a
3: Star Wars guy. To yeah. Well, you know, comics was just something I kind of missed as a kid. It was more of a... I, I kept moving around, and I kept losing all my stuff. Um, Like every... I mean, I moved every summer till I was 12. And so... And I went overseas a couple times, and uh, I just kept losing everything. So comics i'd get a few and then they'd be losing gone. that's
0: what they told you
3: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah
0: well that's how it's i lost, Dave, all we my lost your stuff, stuff again
3: <laughs> yeah because i my my mom my stepdad he got stationed in japan and we moved over there and long story short i they stayed there and i did not and that's how i lost all of my vintage star wars stuff it never left japan so all of my uh Circa night Christmas nineteen eighty. I pretty much had everything um Empire Strikes back and it gone. So
0: so Ooh. all right, we got a late start, so we should probably yeah, jump let's into going. this thing. What do you think? Bill's yep. falling uh-oh. asleep there. No no no. I was I thought I heard Alvin. Well from your picture I'm thinking you're falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, now, is my uh, fan making too much noise, guys? you getting any,
0: like, that blowy fan noise for me? Yeah. Okay. Is, is my dog making too is much it? noise? Making too much of that licking my bull noise? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's annoying the f*** out of me. Oh, is
1: that what it is? I thought you were... <laughs> no, I can't hear a thing. I thought you were knocking one out again real quick before the show started. <laughs> Hang on, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go rub one out and I'll come... <laughs> just a second.
2: <laughs> boom, Almost boom, there. boom. Let's go back to my room. <laughs> oh. A dog can lick my balls all night. Be... Oh, sorry. See what I
1: got to put up with, man. Sick <laughs> freaks. Oh, I love it.
0: All right, we ready to roll? Yep. Right, I gotta look my at video your ugly butt the entire energy. time. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Oh, Come to think of it, it, I was gonna complain about lo- having to look at your ugly ass the whole episode, but yeah, I'd rather look. At look- this oh, no Oh, Jesus Christ! Not that thing again. That picture is
3: scary. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. I had a freaking nightmare about it the other night. And I keep asking this silly bastard to change it. He won't change it. A dream to some, a nightmare to others.
3: Yeah, hold on. Let me come what up is that with something. that from? Else. I you guys are so funny. That. Cool. Ah, that's him when he
2: was a kid. Oh, okay. That's from, that's from Exc- Excalibur, Dave. That's what that's that's what Merlin says to uh, to Arthur. He's like, uh, you know, a dream. Blah, blah, blah. A dream to some, a nightmare to others. Then he disappears. I think he was talking about the
1: picture, dude. Whatever. I thought he was asking about the quote. <laughs> oh, no, you you we're talking about the picture, weren't you? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. That picture Paul that Paul to- had up there. Oh,
1: I didn't realize that Paul was not oh,
2: moving. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul's not moving. Oh my god! He, he turned go, go, his back to the,
0: go back to the pig face. You want me to change it, and then you're I, never happy.
1: See, did the picture change? I really didn't see a difference. See right. that
2: that happens to you too. See that that has always happened to me.
1: That is some scary. It's shit. like when
2: I didn't see the Captain America schlong. Put
1: Ooh. some hair on the top of his head, and then, there you go. It's Paul. Forget about it.
0: Who wants to bring us in and be scary? So this is the Halloween episode officially. Yes, the special Halloween episode. Nice, 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 nice.
1: All right. <clears throat> hang
0: on, hang on a second.
1: Ah.
0: Here you go, Paul. What? Ah. It better not be go. freaking Captain America schlong. Did my picture did throw up or something? <laughs> I don't what is this? Hey, there we go. Beatus. Isn't that really a picture of Bill? <laughs> what, Bill, Bill turn the webcam off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> 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 oh. It's the
3: funny, man. How is he not dead? I don't even like it, just boggles my mind. It's
1: the Beatus just keeping him alive, man.
3: Beatus. Beatus. Who is that? So funny.
0: I thought, you, Scott, uh, were you changing your picture or
1: no? He, he no, put it I up in the chat.
0: link. Oh, I didn't see.
1: I'm not changing. My picture's awesome. What, what the hell would I want to change it for?
0: I don't know. I thought you were changing it. No, I sent you a picture. The Diabetes. Okay, wrestling Abe Lincoln. You can only
3: beat that with wrestling Ron Reagan, so.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm. Okay, let's go. Keep screwing around. I can. <laughs> I can actually get this
0: uh, issue read. Keep keep screwing around. <laughs> <laughs> if it takes long enough, it'll actually be the evening by Dave. <laughs> oh man! All right, can we do the show? <laughs> Denied. Uh, do we have to? Come on, you nothing. Let's do the Go. show.
2: Come Go. on, Go. we'll make you do a we're going, make, we're going to make you do an Arnold commentary if you keep this up, Gardner. Got with five of fishing us fishing to do. <laughs> Got some construction. I, I that is my favorite line out of that. Yes, my in, in my construction fishing
0: outfit. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: yeah, a, Scott show. You
0: know, Scott. I think that one we proved you wrong on. What? Because you. Oh. <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. What is that now? <laughs> I guess the picture changed, but my, I still see wrestling Abe. Yeah, thank you. Can't count sense.
0: your lucky stars. That's not Captain America again, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, oh no <laughs> but you you know you you've you've long been a uh and you've long argued that you can't do a commentary with more than two people, and I think we successfully did a four man commentary oh for predator no for uh running man running man oh, that was it running man I'm sorry,
1: yes, it was I knew it was some Arnold flick. yes i no i I liked that I thought that was actually very
0: funny. You guys had me laughing the entire time now,
1: not, I didn't not get too much fit. in the
0: way of deep commentary, but you know whatever. Well, so that's what I was going to
3: ask. I I didn't get to finish yet. I only got listened about the first 20 minutes, but did you did you guys just talk over all of Top Gun? Did you guys just ignore the movie the whole time, Scott?
2: We guys never even had watch. We never had the movie on. I knew oh, you didn't even have the movie on. I knew
1: awesome. it. Yeah. I hate that movie. Well, I fucking hilarious. hate that movie. And it, what well, was funny was we were doing we were just doing an email episode.
2: I almost we didn't listen to, to that. S- that.
1: We were just about to start the email episode, and Chris said, I have an idea. And Whenever he says that, (laughs) I, I always know it's a dangerous proposition. I'm like, okay, what's your idea? And he said, what if we fake doing a movie commentary for something that we absolutely hate? And then as soon as it starts, we just completely ignore the movie and just do the email episode. I'm like, that's brilliant. What movie do you want to do? And he's like, Top Gun. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we we totally fake the the intro to that movie like yeah we hate this movie but here we go and do the countdown and everything and then we just go into it and then we just did the email but we never had the movie on to begin with oh that's brilliant <laughs>
3: well I was I was, I was laughing because last night I basically did the same thing because my my wife just went to that military base to do something so last night she was watching she was watching Top Gun just to kind of like see the base and stuff and I was completely ignoring her and doing something else. <laughs> but, I had, but I had to play good husband watching the movie with my wife. So I just and I just kept laughing, and she's like, "What are you laughing about?" I'm like, "Only Scott and Chris." What are you laughing man. about? Yeah, she's just you like, are so funny.
0: So. Don't yeah, laugh so. at me.
3: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was that was good. That was classic. So, <laughs> uh, all right, should we talk yeah, about? I hate that movie. I really do. <laughs> well, what was sad is I was sitting there doing. I wasn't even watching the movie; just listening. I could picture the entire movie from start to finish in my head just one of those movies i've seen way too many times
0: so i the first time i saw that movie i thought the first time the only time i ever saw that movie i thought what an overrated piece of shit
3: (laughs) yeah well i was growing up at the time i lived on a military base when that movie came out i would think anybody
0: uh, in the military or related to the military or whatever would consider that movie to be an insult oh no they loved it they loved it you have to but that was you remember that was the middle of the reagan era like smack
3: dab in the middle of it it was just like gung-ho Black it wave and we suck. love ourselves. Yeah.
0: It was just so much dead air, emptiness. Yeah. I feel you like Spock no trying to meld with the horde Bang! <laughs> yeah, it was.
2: <laughs> yeah. The chamber of the ages. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Too okay. Let's do this. Let's do this before we just end up Whoa. not doing it at all tonight. Stop mm-hmm. me before I tangent again. Oh, hey, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to a special Halloween episode of Back to the Bins. You're gonna bring it in on me laughing over you? I think you should start over. <laughs> Alright, one more time. <clears throat> All right. Hey everybody, and welcome to a special Halloween episode of Back to the Bins. I am Paul Spitaro and I am joined by my very, very scary and creepy friends, Mr Scott H. Gardner. Why why you gotta lead off with me when you're talking about scary and creepy? Cause, well, first what's of that, all, what's that shit all about? The shoe fits. <laughs> yeah, uh, if the Halloween costume fits. <laughs> but uh, you know what? You're the first name that pops up in my in my Skype window, so that's the order I was going in. Did they that's, have a job of
2: costumes, Scott, can get
0: in? No, sorry. Hey, <laughs> I understand that that the Scott Gardner costume is one of the most popular ones this year. <laughs> It's like
2: it's a wrestling outfit with Abe Lincoln's head, right?
0: (laughs) Next over in my Skype window is Dr. William Robinson. That's scary. Diabetes.
2: Kidney stones.
0: Constipated (laughs) felines. Continuing our (laughs) Halloween tradition from last year, we have Mr. David Atterbury with us. Hello, friends. You remember last year Dave came on with us and did giant size man thing number one.
3: Oh, <laughs> twice. Twice. When, you, <laughs> twice. when you think of giant size man thing, you think
0: of Dave Atterbury. So or, or Scott's occasional Skype picture.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was that giant size cap thing?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but that was a live feed by the way. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to just move on. I'm just <laughs> leave that right there. Move along. It. Move along.
2: Nothing to uh, see here.
0: Last, last year's Giant sized Man thing featured one of, the, one of the stories that was featured in it. Introduced a character that we've grown to love named Goom. <laughs> so we needed to find something to relive the glory. And I think we have. I think we have a good one. Hey, everybody. Goom here. <laughs> Goom should have his own, uh, his own podcast.
3: Remember, kids, check your candy for razor blades. <laughs> I do a terrible gummer pile. I'm sorry.
2: Yay. Yeah, what, what, what would you call
0: the Goom podcast? The Goomba. Goom and Gloom. Shh. I don't know. You got any ideas? Cool. <laughs> to- mm. <Goom. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pure stupid right there. <laughs> I specialize in stupid. <laughs>
2: Stupid is our speciality. That was a bad Ian McGregor. (laughs) Or Ewan McGregor, depending on how you want to pronounce it.
0: So this year, we are doing Hulk Annual Number Five. Number five from 1976. Hulk Five Alive! In which Hulk is in combat with the six most savage foes of all. (laughs) Uh, In what? And whose list? That's, that's want. What whoever about. wrote this cover. Yeah, I guess. Well well you don't write a cover. Well, I guess you well, I don't know. Well the words on it had to be written by someone. <laughs> right. This is a well this is a Jack Kirby cover. Yeah, it's not one of Jack Kirby's better uh-huh. ones though. Is this a Kirby cover? It this is. sure looks like it. Well that's yeah. the whole what it says Facebook on Mike's Facebook Amazing Facebook. World. Uh
2: and Frank Giacoya is the anchor.
0: Hmm. The cover shows basically a close-up of Hulk's face in the center, and then he's surrounded by six of the most savage foes of all. He's got Groot, Master of Plants, the Electrifying Blip, (laughs) Diablo, Monster from Dimension X, Taboo the Terrible, the creature (laughs) called Goom, and Zemo, the Living Titan. Zemo, 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 Zemo. I almost expect you to go into Xanadu again.
2: Uh, well that was going to be for later. Damn, you stole my thunder. That's okay, I got to know the musical cue plan
1: later. <laughs> as uh see I always thought this guy I always pronounced it as Zemnu. Is it Z is, is it Zemu or Zemnu? Zim, I, I, I was going to say Zemnu.
0: Zemnu. Zemnu. It's, Zimnu. 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 it's either Zemnu or Zemnu, I guess.
1: Has he ever That's, been on like I, a like one of the animated shows of any kind? Uh, I'm just not wondering that I what I ever the, saw. Yeah. Just wondering well, what the actual I'm sure he talks uh, would be. Talks like this.
2: <laughs> what was that? I can't hear you. That's why he has the <laughs> mental. He has the mental powers because nobody can understand him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have no mouth. no mouth. I must
1: scream. Yeah, I know it's, exactly. It's just a big white puffball. Oh, that's what I'd like to say. You know, next time I go to a convention, a really good comic artist is there. I'm going to have them do a commission of Zemnu the Titan in, in the Scream poster. You know that famous Scream <laughs> painting. <laughs> <laughs> and they go. Just I can't do it. I can't do it. You've broken me. <laughs> I'll have Perez do it. You know I can draw six thousand people in one panel, but I cannot figure out how to do Zemnu in the screen painting. Yeah, you yeah, got but, me. You know
2: what? But, but he'll just ha- hand you back a white p- piece of paper and go. Here he is in a snowstorm. Go away. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> you versus to do the, the Wendigo. <laughs> versus the Wendigo. Versus Snowbird. <laughs>
1: Next. Nice try. Thanks for playing. Move along. Does Hulk have a lazy eye on that cover? Hulk don't have lazy eye. Hulk has strongest eye there is.
3: (laughs) 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 And that in a sentence sounds like Hulk should be fighting (laughs) Rocky in Rocky (laughs) Three. That in a sentence sums up the whole issue. So, good night, folks.
0: Oh man. But just, just, you know, before we get into the story, just looking at this well, cover. Look now, at that. No, I, I mean, I have this issue. I bought it on the newsstand when it came out. But this cover is not something in in, in and of itself that would make me say, hey, let me get this book.
2: Well, we'll, well, look at the Hulk up in the corner that's looking down at the cover. That's a Even, much better he's,
1: he's not happy with He's like, Hulk, hey, cover. <laughs> that needs a thought <laughs> balloon that just says WTF, all in capital letters.
0: That's what that needs. WTH. What the Hulk? Uh, even you know just now that Groot is a character that you know we all know and love seeing how he was rendered in this issue is you know kind of just disappointing
2: he's got some kind of bark disease going on I don't know what that is (laughs) tree mange I don't know he's got the mange he's got the mange he's got root rot (laughs) oh Oh, well you know maybe some uh, of those carpenter bees the carpenter ants got to him. How does he keep his
0: balance with those tiny little feet on the cover? <laughs> he digs he takes root. Yeah. Because he's good go. root. Now what month did this come out, Paul? Uh,
2: I do not know. It came out in July. On sale date was July 13th, 1976. All
3: right. So this, this issue is two months older than I am. So. Wow. Shut uh, up. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. All right. You guys want to jump into this one? Let's do it. We got seven chapters to cover,
2: and I got the first one, which is actually the title of the story. And uh, I was a little confused. Insert Paul's joke here. And <laughs> eh, we'll just have the chuckle um, because inside it says it's scripted by Chris Hang on. Clermont.
0: Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So what else is new? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Goom.
2: Yeah, yeah, real funny, Goom. How come you got no teeth in this issue? Anyway. Uh, inside it says it's scripted by Chris Claremont, but on Mike's Amazing World it had Len Wein as the writer. But it also says in here that Len Wein's the plotter, so... So i just put uh, that Len Ween and Chris Claremont were writers slash plotters, whatever.
0: Petzler is what they're saying, if they say that, I guess they're saying Ween gave the plot and then Claremont wrote the actual dialogue. Oh, mm. well, that would I make th- That's sense. the way I interpret that. Because <laughs> there's a lot of it. <laughs> Petzler
2: is Sal Buscema. Anchor, Jack Abel. Letterer is Joseph Roo, 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 Rosen. And our colorist is Glenis Ween Oliver or whatever her name was at this time. And chapter one is, uh, well, not really. It's not title chapter one, but it's And Six Shall Crush the Hulk. We open with the famed 3rd Armored Division of the U.S. Army in Fort Carson, Colorado, already engaged with the Hulk. Hulk just wants to be left alone and tosses the tank at the soldiers to accent his point. Hulk only wants to be in peace. Now go away before I smash you all. Old hardbutt Harrison, hmm. <laughs> We'll have none of that as he drives the men to keep all intruders off the base angered even more by the puny humans he resolved uh, uh angered even more by the puny humans his resolve and i'll start over the hulk strikes the ground so hard that it registers at the royal danish seismology institute in copenhagen Ya, yeah, yup and yimini tis a minor tremor not so minor for the soldiers at the epicenter, though, as they wake to find the Hulk is gone and that their communications are mysteriously being blocked by some interference. They are on their own. The Hulk, meanwhile, is landing some distance away with a magnificent hairdo, is all I have to say.
1: <laughs> In the... He's got the Michael Landon going on.
0: I put he had the James Brown.
1: Ah! <laughs> Come
2: back! Let I'll on. feel good! <laughs> <laughs> and he's being watched by a TV monitor and a shadowed figure. All is occurring as planned. His oldest, bitterest foe, the Hulk, has arrived, and he will use his ultimate weapon on him. He has discovered research regarding visitations by alien beings to the planet Earth. He has been able to duplicate those beings and attack the Hulk, because after all, why put off until tomorrow a murder you can guarantee today? Not me, man. I procrastinate everything. The green giant, though, has come upon two fishermen by the lake and casually decides to join them. But his purple pants fashion sense scares the two men away. Now Hulk is angry because the men ran and never showed Hulk how to fish. But they did drop a lit cigar that now ominously seems to be generating way too much smoke. A voice tells the Hulk to worry for his life instead of his hunger as he turns to find
1: diablo
3: in chapter two where there's smoke there's diablo as we see diablo the giant smoke monster towering before the hulk and uh once before he was tricked into fleeing by a cunning human but he shall not be tricked again and this time he shall be triumphant so and as the hulk is confused as why the smoke thingy would want to kill him they begin their battle hulk throws a series of futile punches that pass harmlessly through the towering black smoke monster diablo taunts hulk with a few comments on his helplessness and then grabs the hulk in a suffocating bear hug and begins to smother the hulk Uh, he tells him to quit struggling as each breath will be his last and just when he thinks he has the hulk he looks down to see that our mighty green hero has pulled a bug's bunny and <laughs> dug a hole in the ground <laughs> and popped up behind him. The Hulk uh, uses uh, his breath to begin blowing on uh, the fearsome Diablo uh, and realizes that it is his weakness. And he begins clapping his hands together and mighty slaps wham, 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 slam, slam, bam.
1: If you're Hulk and you know it, clap your hands. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) And soon, before you know it, there is nothing left no trees, no grass, and no Diablo. Hulk proceeds to wander off and is once again watched uh, from a nefarious, unnamed uh, enemy who decides that it's time to unleash the second monster against him. Turn, Hulk. He says, face the last sight your mammal's eyes will ever see. As we begin chapter three with... And
0: Taboo Shall Triumph. Now, chapter three features a character, Taboo, who they tell us first appeared in Where Monsters Dwell number 2 in March of 1970, which is total poppycock, as I looked it up on Mike's Amazing World. And he appeared in Strange Tales number 75 in 1951, which was reprinted in the other issue. <clears throat> Taboo is a giant monster made of mud, and he's rising out of a swamp, and he declares, I am Taboo, I am a warrior, small mammal, and I shall destroy you. Hulk immediately takes to the offensive, punching, punching away at the monster to no avail, what with his being made of mud and all. Taboo grabs the Hulk and encases him in goop, which solidifies around him, making him a living statue, which Taboo says will stand until the end of time. That estimate is just a bit off as the Hulk immediately bursts right out. Hulk decides to use the water in the lake, to, or the river, excuse me, to attack, and punches down into the river riverbed, which, for reasons that escape me, create a whirlpool. Hulk digs his feet into the ground to keep the whirlpool from affecting him, but Taboo can't do that, what, what with being made of mud and all. At this point, Mr. Big Shot turns into a whining crybaby bitch and starts immediately begging for help, which the Hulk refuses. He drops the mic and he walks away. (laughs) Cut to the soldiers who receive a message that the interference is is screwing up their systems and that they need to find the source back to the hulk as he walks through the jungle singing a song by rockwell it always feels like somebody's watching watching me me. (laughs) he's grabbed around the neck by i'm sorry (laughs) i'm getting grabbed by trees whoa he's grabbed around the neck by a tree branch and as he tugs at the bush, at the branches, a shadowy figure tells him to be silent. Well, that's where we pick up Chapter Four.
1: This one has no title, except maybe the first line that the uh, the new creature is saying. He says, "It is Groot, the monster from Planet X." Uh, cries the new attacker. You have trounced my companions, man, brute, but you will find me a far more difficult foe. Now this is. Groot, as seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. Except, it's not really. I mean, it is the same character, but this is like proto-Groot way back from his his earliest stuff. Strangely, so far as I could tell, this was the only monster in the book that is not footnoted as to his prior or first appearance. Uh, Groot actually first appeared in Tales... Was this Tales to Astonish? Yes, Tales to Astonish number 13, A book that, sadly, I used to own a good number of years ago, and I sold it thinking, eh, I don't really like monster comics all that much. (sighs) Who'd have known this guy was going to be a big movie star one day? Certainly not me. That original uh, story, by the way, uh, Groot comes to Earth, he decides that he's going to uh, basically abduct an entire small town to take them back to Planet X and experiment on them, and he's defeated by... Leslie Evans, who not only has a really pussy name, but a pretty pussy physique as well, as his wife keeps continually nagging him about, except he kind of proves himself to be a real man at the end of the story by uh, taking Groot out. How does he take him out? Termites. Yeah, yeah, I'm not making that shit up either. So anyway, back to this story. The Hulk, after having been attacked by talking smoke, talking mud, and now a talking tree, wonders aloud if he's dreaming. But Groot assures him he is not. Groot boasts that he is the monarch of Planet X, an overlord of all timber in the galaxy. And I can't help but wonder what kind of deal he might have cut with Lowe's and Home Depot. But anyway, (laughs) Hulk is not impressed and shakes off Groot's attack. He then proceeds to cathawk the Tree King in the face to no effect. Groot bitch slaps the Hulk and the green one goes flying. Stunned and confused, the Hulk shifts tactics, ripping up the ground from uh, out from under Groot and toppling him. Group fights back by launching a flurry of quote-unquote invincible thorns, tiny needle darts of wood so sharp that no living flesh can stand against them. Hulk is taking no chances and picks up a large rock to shield himself from the onslaught. Then he gets the idea that if the rock worked to deflect the wooden shards, then maybe the rock will work to chop Groot down to size, and so he uh, basically proceeds to pound the Timberlord into sawdust, leaving only a smoking stump standing.
0: Dancing to the Jackson (laughs) 5.
1: The Hulk is once again victorious, but he is also exhausted. He decides to leave the uh, the forest since it doesn't seem to like him very much, But when he attempts to leap away, he is batted out of the sky by an unseen force. He thinks to himself that it is probably another dumb monster. Not a dumb monster, Green One, says his unseen assailant, but the fiercest being in all creation.
3: Oh yes, it is Goom. I have come again. (laughs) Fear me. <clears throat> okay, uh, I cannot do that voice.
1: <laughs> I am power personified. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so,
3: so, once again, ladies and gentlemen, our good old friend Goom has arrived. Now, poor Goom has somehow uh, been reconstituted by our mysterious uh, manipulator, but somehow has lost his teeth and has come to gum uh, the Hulk to death. So he attacks the Hulk uh, first with um, his molecular condenser beams, which i it's been a year, but I don't recall him having this power the first time he showed up. Uh, but he Shut shrinks. Up. I
0: had my power. I do lots of things. My mom says I'm cool. I didn't show and you everything.
3: So he he shrinks the Hulk down uh, to uh, fit in the size of, of, of Goom's strange three fingered palm. And. As long as his will remains unbroken, there's no chance, he claims, that the Hulk can break free. He will be trapped there the size of an earthly mouse, perhaps for all time. And as he begins to try to give him a merciful and quick death, uh, the Hulk manages to smash his hand open and somehow begin to regain his size as he must be getting angrier and angrier. And he begins to swing Goom around by his crazy three-fingered hand, spinning him around and around and around as he learned this trick in Hulk number 170. Thank you to the captions in the bottom. And he flings Goom into a nearby mountain where he then proceeds to beat Goom into the mountain over and over and over again until the mountain itself crumbles down upon him and there no. is nothing oh, left. Oh,
0: no. Stop. Stop.
3: And the Hulk, as he has already fought five monsters, shambles off, tired. And he looks up and notices that the formerly sunny sky has now beginning cloudier and cloudier. And uh, he yells, "Go away, clouds! Hulk wants sun back. Go away!" And as we are told that when usually when we yell at the sky we don't get an answer, but this time some, the Hulk does. And he wishes he'd kept his mouth shut. As he lays on, eyes upon. The next
0: monster will appear in Chapter 6, Beware the Blip. Now, Blip originally appeared in Tales to Astonish number 15. Blip is a giant humanoid electric field, glowing white hot with jagged edges like the character Zax, which is a mistake that the Hulk also makes. Blip, which by the way might be the dumbest villain name ever, Shoots energy bolts at the Hulk Hulk tries to fight back and gets a serious electric shock causing his hair to stand on end Turns him into a Hulk mullet But Hulk resists and grabs blip and throws him into some transmission lines for the power from the uh, From a dam. I I can't even read my own handwriting Which ends blips threat really really quickly and really kind of (laughs) easily I'm not sure if he was absorbed or dissipated or what but he's gone and Hulk collapses. As he lies there, the ground rolls up around him somehow and lifts him into the sky, transports him away as the troops watch. Hulk is delivered into a futuristic room where he's taunted by a shadowy figure. He's then grabbed by telescoping arms and taunted a second time, at which point Hulk recognizes his tormentor.
2: White thing! Da, 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 da. You think you scare me, but Hulk doesn't need Magician to smash for sure. Chapter 7, a Titan shall slay him. Standing before the Hulk, his foe revealed the biggest damn Pokemon I have ever seen. Zemu, I choose you. Yes, it's Zemu. Last seen in Defenders number 12. And I'm not really sure where was his first appearance. It was way back in, oh, I had looked this up. Ben, I've forgotten. Ben, I didn't do my
0: homework. I am a bad, bad fan. He was. He was also in Marvel Feature Number Three, was fighting it? the Defenders. But that was his second appearance. The one before that was when he tried to
2: take over a town.
0: That was. That was uh, Marvel Feature Number Three, I believe. Oh, was it where he tried to hi- hypnotize the uh, the children. small, not little children? He was going to anyway, take them away with him. Come on, children. Mother will right. make you some cookies.
2: It's Zemu, that albino brother to the big hairy monster from the Bugs Bunny cartoon where Bugs does his nails and hair. Monsters are such interesting people. As Zemu's master plan was to send each construct to weaken the Hulk to the strength level of a puny human using his Mento blast. Mentos? He begins to choke the life from the Hulk with the apparatus that binds him. But wait, the fortress is attacked from something on the outside. Distracted by this, Zemu isn't ready for the Hulk's burst of anger, strength, and karaoke. Why thing? As he smashes his bonds. Zemu generates a Pokeball in an attempt to flee the collapsing base. Hulk has none of that as he digs his fingers into the ball, catching a ride out. Once outside the base, they are underwater where Hulk just decides that he doesn't need to breathe <laughs> and waits for air. Huh? Meanwhile, old Hardbutt and company have found the source of the interference at a nearby dam where they smartly decide to sit on top of and then drop depth charges into the lake below. What the fuck? <laughs> Zemu and Hulk finally <laughs> emerge from the water and Hulk is able to shatter the Pokeball and the two fall to the top of the dam and go, mano y mano, Hulko y Zemu, uh, Whatever. It doesn't matter because, hey, remember those depth charges the army was dropping? Well, one finds its mark right on the hidden lab and cracks the face of the dam. The army runs for their lives as Hulk decides that Zemu needs a bath and the two are swept away by two cubic miles of water that was being held back. Oh, and the army radios up. Yeah, damn, broke. Uh, good luck on that. Out. <laughs> Later, downstream about an hour <laughs> an hour later, the Hulk emerges but is mad that he has lost Zemu. White thing lied to Hulk when he said he was stronger. Hulk is stronger than what
1: there is, and leaps off into the distance the end. You gotta love that next to last panel on page 46 when the guy, the the admiral Hardass or whatever his name was, goes, <laughs> "Good lord, the damn uh, the blast cracked the damn face. Everybody off the damn now, run for!" Your, and I'm thinking, what the hell did you think was gonna happen? You're dropping depth charges like three feet from the from the dam on the and you, on the water side. What did you think was gonna happen? And their tanks
2: are parked on top of it. And they're fired out of the top of the tank, just a few panels previous, Boom, right out the top of the tank, off the side of the dam.
1: This could Whoops. have really been saved on the last page, though, if that third panel was uh, was Captain Hardass going, "Hey, let's uh, hurry up, pack up our shit, let's get the hell out of here before anybody asks any questions. Hey, okay, if anybody <laughs> says anything, we were
2: never here." <laughs> The Hulk did
3: it. Tell everybody this the never,
2: Hulk did
1: it. This oh, never, never happened. Hulk all right, let's get our story damn. straight. Before we get back to base, let's make sure we all have the story straight, right? <laughs> Hulk I gotta smash. Get my, Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Got that? I gotta get my next pay grade, guys.
2: I'm not losing my career for this. I mean, who's afraid of a giant Pokemon? After all, come on, look at him. He's so cute.
1: I want to know how many hicks downstream died because of this. That's what I really want to know. I know that's not funny because it says it's
2: uh, leaving the land in its wake. Pattern, desolate. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Thousands all the,
3: dead. All the marijuana fields washed away in
2: Colorado. <laughs> no! <Damn. laughs> air. Hulk has found air again. Hulk can breathe. Hulk decided he needs air again. <laughs> Hulk just decides, oh, you know, he says, oh, uh, he's not going to trick me and open my mouth. I'm just going to wait till there's air. Any day now, yeah, we're gonna make it. <laughs> it's
0: gonna happen. What do we think of this one? <laughs> I'll 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 go with a, a review I've given to I guess too many books lately, but dumb fun. Yeah, is the way I would describe <laughs> it. I'll buy that. And just you know, I guess it's part of having to have so many different villains in one book yeah. that. Each defeat just becomes just a little too easy sometimes. They come too quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's, that's the negative of it. Just because it's, you know, you're doing one story, whatever, 40-something pages. Probably not even when you count the ads. And, and he's fighting six different characters. And he's got to defeat each one of them fairly soundly. One thing I did like about this is that the
1: Hulk, at, at least conceivably in this story, the Hulk has limits because he is by about this the third one or so, he is starting to wane. I mean he's he keeps proclaiming how tired he is and all he wants to do is rest and actually at one point he kind of collapses. And so that would seem to indicate that you know he's he can't just run forever. you know the, his rage won't fuel him indefinitely. That's something that I don't recall really encountering in in other hulk stories especially latter-day hulk stories where they they really seem to emphasize the whole you know the the madder he gets the stronger he gets thing with this is that yeah he continues to get mad and he does at the end of the story kind of dig deep for that hidden reserve of strength and everything but as i say there there sure are a lot of instances in the story where he seems pretty whipped at the end of each battle And so Zemnu's plan to a certain degree seems like it was working, that he would just keep throwing enemies at him and throwing enemies at him until finally he himself was going to be dealing with a Hulk that was significantly depowered because he just worn himself out. So this is
0: all in one issue. Zemnu did what Bane did in Nightfall.
1: Exactly. That's what I kept (laughs) thinking the entire time is that it was very much a, a... uh, a nightfall type of scenario where, yeah, he just kept battling more and more villains that were just kind of, you know, weakening him after each battle. Well, you I know, and, that idea. and oddly enough,
2: they both sound the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, hmm. I think Bill's going to agree with me on this. I, I, the one um, downfall of the story, the one. I was going to say nitpick, but it's really not even a nitpick. To me, it's kind of the the one thing that really negatively affects the story for me. Anyway, is on page six where you know we we see him just here as a shadowy figure, but of course we eventually learn it is Zemnu, uh, where he's laying out his whole plan. Now, I really liked the idea that Ween and Claremont are going back to the pre fantastic 4 days of marvel actually the pre marvel days of marvel really if you're honest about it and they're digging back into these old stories from books like tales to astonish and such for the monsters that are being used in this story and he he basically hits on this idea of zemnu having found out about you know alien visitors to earth in the pre fantastic 4 days and so he's going to use them uh, against the Hulk you know they've been kept in this you know the, the government's been keeping them quiet all these years I liked that but then it's ruined by the next panel where it says um, he says it was a simple matter for me to duplicate the deadliest of those aliens and blah 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 and he goes on to so am I reading this right these are not the actual aliens these are not the original monsters that these are clones or duplicates of those monsters that's the way I read it yeah and I, I, that kind of to me that takes the story down a significant level because then these aren't really, you know, I'm using air quotes, of course, but these aren't really official appearances of any of these guys, including including Groot. And that kind of bugs me. It's like, why? if, if you're going to go this route, just pull the trigger and make it that you actually have the real monsters from these original stories. Why go the whole duplicate route? I didn't really get that.
0: Yeah, and why yeah. not? Because none of these characters were any that were expected to be used again. I mean, nobody in 1976 was going to predict that Groot would be really big in 2014.
1: Right, and that, that's what I didn't understand, is that I'm trying to figure out, why make them duplicates? If if you've already gone so far as to say, no no no, these these creatures really existed in the Marvel universe, so you're not doing the duplicate thing as some sort of like I, I could see if this was like he pulled them out of an alternate dimension or something, you know, where so you're saying that something like, say, for example, Groot's first appearance in Tales to Astonish 13, that you're saying it happened in another reality and you're duplicating him in this reality so that you're you're kind of distancing his appearance in that book from the quote-unquote real Marvel Universe. That I could understand. But by saying that, that Zemnu found Groot and these other monsters being held by the government and keep being kept secret, well, then then why not just go the extra mile and say, oh, and, and, and I took them, and I teleported them here to use as a weapon against the Hulk. Why the whole duplicate thing?
2: Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought this was at first, because, you know... Often like I'm sure and many guys do or many people do, when you go through a comic book, I don't always read it the first time. I'll like skim through and that's what I thought was going on, g- going on. Then when I went back and I actually read it, I was like, what what? They're actually duplicates. Well what's the yeah. whole point of them going to this base? Because that's what I thought the point was he's on the base and that I thought these guys were protecting these things, possibly trying to find them. you know, I just thought that would have tied in better if they, they were actually trying to find these hid- these lost
0: specimens. And, and yeah, there was like what? They're clones. Nah. Yeah, there, there was no reason for that. Plus, the whole it was easy to duplicate them. Why was it so easy to duplicate them? You know yeah. that, that makes no sense either. Whereas teleporting them from some government holding place makes a lot more sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, what kind of? I mean, Xenu only has like, he has mental powers. He doesn't. Where does he get all the 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 tech? It would make sense if he had stole this tech, and stole these creatures.
1: I'm wondering if in any of their subsequent appearances of, of these six monsters, if anywhere in their subsequent appearances, they reference this story. Because if they do, then that would seem to put the lie to Zemnu's assertion that they are duplicates. Because I, I, what, what I'm getting at is I'm wondering if it was ever retconned, that no, 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 these were actually the real guys. And Zemnu said duplicate, but what he really meant was teleport or something like that. You know what I mean?
0: Zemnu's I mean, it, a it's dumbass. a
1: minor point, but still, it, you know, I, I would rather it just have been them the real guys as opposed to some weird duplication thing or whatever. I just didn't see the point for that.
0: Yeah, and like I said, there's really no reason why you couldn't use them because nobody would have predicted that Groot was going to become so big because of Guardians or that Goom was going to become so big because of Back to the Bins. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, even if the whole intent was that, well, you know, we don't really want to kill the real Taboo, so we'll duplicate him here so that we can do <laughs> like, Who gives a
0: shit? Because it's freaking Taboo. Exact That's right. P- you know. Okay, now? he was he was washed away by the w- water, and if you want to bring him back, you say he eventually recoalesced and he's back again. Did, What's the big deal? Did anybody catch the DC
2: crossover? I Where's did. Where's that? that? Oh shoot! Ah, page <laughs> uh, page forty four. Trigon's bones. Trigon. What?
0: I think this predates
2: Trigon, though. Yeah. I know, but I was. But that's the first thing I thought was Trigon. What from the Teen Titans?
0: Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when Groot shoots his darts at him, mm-hmm. they must be the slowest moving darts ever.
1: Because <laughs> Hulk has, oh, wait, Hulk has time to
0: talk, find a rock, pick it up, and deflect them. If nothing living <laughs> can stand against little bits of wood, then I need time to find rock and pick. Wait, oh wait,
2: I have. I stubbed my toe. Ah, uh, Hulk or toe. Wait. Oh, wait. Rock. Need pick up rock.
0: Oh, Hulk better hurry. Darts are coming. <laughs> I don't care how
1: sharp these needle darts are. Have we not seen bullets bounce off the Hulk? But not sharp bullets. <laughs> not, not Groot's Invisible Thorns. No, not
2: that. Anything but the Invincible Thorns. Get
0: them. <sighs> you can see Hulk doing that and then snickering afterwards. Uh. Oh, you hurt me. Just kidding. And, you know, I always thought
2: paper beat rock.
1: Uh,
2: Apparently not. (laughs) Apparently not.
0: Rock smashes paper. I'm just, Uh, honestly, I I really am very happy to have another story with Goom in it, though. I love Goom. I'm going to hit you with the littlest eye beams ever. (laughs) Does he ever appear again? Uh, Yeah, I think he appears. In they did oh, they did like a horror thing, Sergeant Fury's so, howling commandos, but it was like a horror right. thing. Yeah. And son of Goom is that. out there. Son of Son of Goom. Don't forget. Yeah, I can't find Son of Goom anywhere.
3: I have the son of Goom. Let's
0: see here. We looked at That's it last it, time. Dad.
2: Time to so, conquer a world. So do you think when the Hulk smashed Groot and it was nothing but a stump somewhere an Indian cried? <laughs> he didn't litter. <laughs> Oh, well, there's tree bits everywhere.
1: What was the what was the story that you guys covered before with Goom? Was that Tales of Suspense 15? It, it was uh, reprinted Giant-
0: in Giant Size Man Thing Number One. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It says here I'm looking at the cover of Tales of Suspense 15. It says, "Behold Goom, the thing from Planet X." So are he and Groot from the same planet? <laughs> oh, there were oh, a lot no. of
0: Planet X's. Apparently, yeah.
1: Well, it's just they some lazy goddamn astronomers. Well, That's what well, it
3: is. One of them's Planet X and one of them's Planet Ten. Come on. That's I just. It. Found a good <laughs> what do you
0: want to name? It? Yeah, name it X.
2: Uh,
0: oh mercy! But I named the uh, last one X.
2: Yeah, Well, I don't know. Groot and Groom. Uh, gr- Groom. I am Groom. I am married. Oh, see, yeah, see, Groot and Groom. Groom got together and had
1: a baby, and it was Groom. Here you go, Paul. Here's something for you to hunt down, buddy. Goom appears in Hulk and the Agents of Smash episode The Hunted, where its vocal effects were provided by D. Bradley Baker.
0: Uh, nice. I will definitely
1: seek you that. you got to seek that out, man. No question about it. <laughs> I'm wondering what he sounds like. you got to see a picture of him on the cover of uh, Tales of Spence 15. This is, he's ridiculous looking. He's really, really... I mean, he looks very different than he looks in this issue, too. He's got big teeth and everything.
0: Oh yeah, the teeth are amazing. I could tell you, I'm pretty confident that the voice acting will not be what we do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
3: We never, never the- underestimate the influence of Back to the Men's. So
0: that would be if if I watched it and they did a voice similar to that, I would I would be cracking up. Is it you Goom do. or Googum? That's the
1: son of Goom.
0: It's son, yeah, son is Googum. <laughs>
2: Gugum, Gugum. doesn't he have a museum? No. Yeah, the Gugumheim. Gugumheim, the Gugumheim. Yeah, <laughs> I am, I am it's very Gugum. fancy. Yeah, I'm from very... the other side. I'm from Copenhagen.
0: Now wait a minute. So, Gugum has his relatives are Goom father or Shivor stepmother. So that means Goom got remarried. <laughs> she was hot too.
2: You know we're all looking up Shivor
0: now. (laughs) S h i v o o r, if you're listening.
2: Oh, I only did one r, one o. Crap. Oh man. You don't want to see the things I found.
1: Monster in here. Now, see this blip guy. I would swear wasn't he in a story where he came out of a video game and fought Spider Man or something like that, or am I thinking of a completely different character?
2: I don't know. Wasn't he something on a radar screen?
1: I swear there was like a cheesy 80s, like, like right around the time that like Pac-Man was really big and everything, there was some video cheesy video game story where Spider-Man like either went into a video game or something came out of a video game and battled him or something. I thought it was this Blip guy, but I don't know. I could be dead wrong. Like, all the video game guys look like this guy. Of all the characters, Blip is the one I find the
0: least interesting.
1: He's probably the, potentially though, he's probably the most dangerous one because he's got, what does he say, has like 10, what is it, 10 billion? 1.21 gigawatts. (laughs) Here it is. The power of uh, billions of megavolts. What the hell is a megavolt? Uh, Somebody doesn't know shit about uh, electricity, is what I'm thinking.
2: 1,000 volts? He's got a billion, volts. volts. He's got a trillion. He's got a trillion volts.
1: Besides, isn't it the amps that kill you, not the volts? Correct. (laughs) Thanks, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Just saying.
0: <laughs> Is it the... the shine, sweet
1: freedom,
2: way. shine a light on me. Beep, beep, beep.
0: <laughs> what was the other Star Trek? The comms and the what? The yangs? The comms. The comms yes. yeah. and, and the yangs. The comms and the yangs, yeah. yangs, yep. We Plubnista.
1: <laughs> Didn't Diablo die of uh, lung cancer?
3: Yeah.
2: Obviously, that's not the Fantastic Four Diablo, because, man, he let himself go if it was. They should have Diablo doing
0: a uh, public service announcement now. (laughs) I used to love swimming. So did you guys all uh,
3: look at the version with the ads in it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, how many of our uh, uh, fellow podcasters are in the book Very, Very Special People? uh, (laughs) Page, uh, I think, 30. Yeah. Very, very special people. The struggles, loves, and triumphs of human oddities. <laughs> <laughs> oh. AKA the two true
2: freaks. <laughs> oh, meet Jojo the dog face boy. Right next to the <laughs> dog face boy. <laughs> oh. oh my Joe gosh, Tom's it is JoJo thing. the Dog Face Boy. That's what it says, right? You'll Holy Jojo. crap. <laughs> Randy oh, and the Caterpillar sad. Man, the original Siamese twins, the Elephant Man, the Mule-Faced Woman, otherwise known as my wife. Whoa! <laughs> oh. Someone's
0: sleeping on the couch.
2: Shh, shh, I always sleep on the couch. I snore. I'm the snoring man. I'm the Elephant Man.
0: I'm not ugly. <laughs> oh. You'll have oh, wait. nowhere else to go.
2: <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got nowhere else to go!
1: I got nowhere else to go. I got nothing else. Ah,
2: we worked it in again. <laughs> oh, and that book was only a dollar ninety-five. Nationally sold at a dollar at six ninety-five. Wow, what a sale!
0: Now, just just to to actually go a little bit more critiquing into this one. When I started buying books at first. Herb Trimpey was the Hulk artist, and he had been on there for quite some time. <clears throat> but I think for a lot of people younger than I, Sal Buscema is their Hulk artist. And I, I think Sal Buscema is probably to the Hulk what for for many people what Jim Aparo is to Batman for us. And this seems to be kind of just typical Sal buscema pretty I don't know. pretty solid, nothing you know, nothing spectacular, but pretty solid. I think he predated uh,
2: on the bottom of page 37. Uh, he was looking into the future, and that looks like Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> the Hulk's getting shocked with the teeth. Ah! Yeah, yeah, that's pretty a uh, donkey. Gonna make <sighs> waffles. Waffles. Hulk would make awesome waffles. Big Gamma
0: waffles. Gamma syrup. How How would you rank this book? Hmm. On the two on the back to the bins, ranking scales.
2: Mm, gamma waffles makes me hungry.
0: If forgetting about the waffles for just a
2: moment, <laughs> I really want waffles all of a sudden. Oh, you're asking me to grade it first? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Hmm. Well, we kind of ripped up the cover. The cover is not really. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to give the cover. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's. A, if you just look at the Hulk as I'm putting my hands up that nobody can see, I'm blocking out all the other little little creatures around him. If you just look at the Hulk face, but even if you do that, it's still kind of bland. I got to give the cover a D. Even though it's Jack Kirby. I mean, I like the face up in the quarter better than I like the whole cover. So, I got to I'm giving it a D. The interior art um I got no real complaints with the interior art. I mean, some of the creatures look a little silly, but although you know that first shot of Diablo, I like that. That looks that's pretty a cool. good
3: that's a good picture.
2: Yeah, that's 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 really pretty cool looking with the details. That kind of reminds me like of a burn villain with you know looks like it. it kind of reminds me of some of the the great beasts in the Alpha Flight run. You know that 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 look to the body. So art wise i'm gonna go i'm gonna give this a b to a b plus for the art and the story it's an annual doesn't this particular time it doesn't really have any consequences it's just you know let's just put out a big old book with a bunch of fights in it so the story i'm story wise i mean it's it's dumb fun i'm gonna give it a c minus so i guess I guess that averages out. What do you think? A C overall for the book. That's what I'm sticking to.
0: Scott,
1: um, uh, it's really it, it's hard. The cover, yeah, I'm not crazy about the cover. I like the way the monsters look, but the Hulk, the way he looks, really brings it down because he's got a really, just a goofy, gay kind of face. He just looks really goofy.
3: Hulk, don't um, have a lazy
1: eye. I. <laughs> I, I agree with Bill. I like the inset Hulk next to the logo. Uh, I like that picture better than the, the bigger picture of him. That's, I think the
0: insets are Romita.
1: Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I don't care so much for the other one so I don't know I'd say uh, I'd say like a C minus maybe because it, it's not horrible it'd probably get me to like pick up and flip through the book but yeah it, it's it's not a great cover the interior art uh, I'd probably I'd probably have to grade it very similarly I, I, again I'd probably go with like a c minus because it's not bad But I find it to be incredibly inconsistent. Part of the problem, I suspect, maybe Jack Abel, is his inks just don't look particularly strong in this. But also, the Hulk is inconsistent like crazy through the entire story. There's a lot of it where he is very fat and very just chunky looking. There's a couple of panels where he looks buck-toothed. And then there's other panels that are very, very bucema and they look really good. And then you've got other ones where the Hulk's making weird grimaces and the one where he's getting electrified and his hair is standing on and looks flat ridiculous because he looks like a gray, um, or excuse me, a green rather, um, oh, who the hell is that Dude. The the guy who was uh Muhammad Ali's promoter there, Don King. He looks like a green Don <laughs> King. He just looks flat friggin' ridiculous. And yeah, there's some there's some other pictures here that look just really wonky. The perspective on a lot of them is really strange. The Hulk's feet are bigger than his head and stuff, so yeah, it it's just again, not bad, just inconsistent. And I like consistency. So yeah, I, I think a, a C minus is is fair. As far as the story goes, for what it is, it's fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I got a hell of a kick out of reading it. It's goofy and all of that, and it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. But at least it's a fun... I mean, I don't think it's trying to be anything but what it is. It, it's just a Hulk story where he gets to smash and throw shit around and battle six other monsters. And I, that's okay. You know, Mission accomplished. So in that aspect, it is a lot of fun. But I'm gonna have to take off points for the completely inexplicable let's duplicate these monsters as opposed to hey, let's use these monsters that I just can't understand It doesn't make any sense whatsoever for so for that reason i'm gonna I'm gonna bump it down from I was gonna say this story in my opinion, probably be like a again taking into account that it's not trying to be great literature it's just trying to tell a good fight story. I'd probably rate it like a, a B, maybe even a B plus, but because of the point I'm going to take off, I'll, I'll say, again, I'll, I'll say a C, maybe a C plus for, uh, for the story itself. Not bad. Also, stories that just abruptly end like this always make me a little bit crazy, because really, that, that's all that happens. I mean, at the very end of it, you've got three panels that basically go, well, this is all over, bye, and he flies away, and it's like, What? You know, no resolution whatsoever to the story. It's just, okay, I'm, I'm done. So that was kind of weird. Ended very abruptly with, with no real resolution to the story whatsoever. But I don't want to sound harsher, you know, come across as being harsher on the book than I really feel about it because at the end of the day, I got a kick out of reading it. It was a hell of a lot of fun. I love a good fight. So there you go.
0: That's it. All right. Dave, what do you think?
3: Well, uh, I don't know what I can add to that other than I, I, I totally agree with Scott. I think uh, it's just kind of a fun read. Um, I'm still just kind of dipping my toes in the comic waters trying to get caught up to you guys, which I never will be. But um, I like because I, I go back and forth. I read, I read older comics and then I try to read newer comics and try to get a feel for the characters and stories. And I, I like these older comics because I like there's more, there's more dialogue in writing. I, I kind of like that. Um I like that I like the cheesy dialogue and <laughs> the endless word balloons. I don't know why I just do. I think it's fun and, and I like the art and, and uh, it was it was a fun read. Like Scott said, it's just monsters smashing fighting. It's a good time, you know, And uh, it, it took more than five minutes to read, which I appreciated. And um, yeah. yeah, so I'd probably, and I'd probably read about it the same way about C, you know, it's just it's pretty simple it's It's no great shakes, but it's it was a good time
0: right. i I'm thinking I may have been the highest on this book of of the bunch of us. Uh, I agree on the cover though uh I don't like this cover I, I I don't think it's I don't like the way it's colored. I don't like the Hulk face at all, which is the center, which is supposed to catch your eye. The villains on the sides are not bad, but they're not there's not enough focus on them to have them save the cover. So I would give the cover a D. I I think I'm the most high on the interior artwork. Uh, I think it's pretty good, Sal Buscema. I think it's drawn you know fairly well. I think a lot of the expressions that Hulk is showing are kind of telling the story as it goes along. The different things he's encountering and how how it's affecting him and whatever. Uh, I think that the the monsters are drawn pretty well except for Blip. I, I don't really like it, and I think. The problem with Blip was he had to draw him slightly different from Zack's, even though he looks exactly the same. So I think he he made him even more uh, alien-looking as far as the shape of the body, and I don't like that. But other than that, I'm pretty happy with the artwork. I would say I'd give it a B. Uh, and story-wise, as I said, this is dumb fun. <clears throat> I like stories that reach back into the past of of a particular of a particular. Uh, sto- of a particular Hit comic history, and uh, this one does that. It pulls out a lot of characters that I'm sure most readers were totally unfamiliar with and gave them reason to want to find out a little bit more about them. So, overall, I'd say this is a pretty good story. It's dumb fun. is all it is. There's nothing more to it. I agree with the criticism about the duplicates as opposed to the real monsters for the reasons we discussed. There's really no reason for it, except for the fact that It didn't really affect the story for me. Uh, It doesn't really matter. Uh, The only reason it does matter is because I would like for some of these characters to actually have a history in the Marvel Universe. But other than that, it didn't really impact the story. So I'm going to give the story a B as well. Uh, So basically, I'm giving the art and the story a B. I'm giving the cover a D, so the cover is bringing it down to a B-. And that's where I'm going with it. Did I lose you guys?
1: I am here. No,
0: no. I left you speechless. yes, that's what it was. Yeah, that and then uh, I was off doing my own thing.
2: <laughs> I was trying to find some Gamma waffles.
0: So you're still you're fixated on the waffles.
2: Hungry. Still the hungriest one there is. No no, I can't eat and record. I'd have to mute the mic. I'd
0: right, say something funny so we can go out on it because that funny? wasn't good enough.
2: Something funny. Oh, we're all just
0: dying here, aren't we? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I think we're yeah. worn out. I think it's like Hulk. We fought our six monsters, and we're tired.
1: <laughs> there you go. There's your funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got. You know, I got. to pull it out myself. You guys. Whoa, can't do it for- whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There's, 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 it, there's your funny. So don't pull it out yourself until whoa.
2: I'm
3: gone. All
2: right. <laughs> Paul's got the gamma waffle right there. <laughs> I don't. Never mind. I don't want gamma waffles. I'm not hungry anymore. I suddenly lost my appetite. (laughs) (laughs) I really lost my appetite.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at backtothebins at gmail.com or by visiting the Two True Freaks podcast group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is produced in association with the Two True Freaks podcast, which you may find at www.2truefreaks.com, and is a registered trademark of DimonzoCore of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Take a moment to stop by and support their other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Ooh, excuse me. Nice. Man, that meatball. Man, the meatballs are killing me.